Hello and welcome to Infinite Pixels. I'm your host, Ryan, and this month I'm joined by... Jordan. Awesome. Hello, Jordan. Each month we come together to talk about a video game we think is fun, important, or just interesting. This month we're talking about uh, a game called Iron Lung. I would say quite a popular game. Uh, yeah, a game that I did not realize was as popular as it was. Yeah, you just chose it, and I actually... Did had... I choose it? I th- well, okay, I, I shouldn't say you chose it. I think you... we came together and we're like, let's do this because it's short. I think... We're also going to record it. Yeah, you might have been propo- you might have proposed it first, and I was like, I actually had that game on my list to play. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, tell me about, uh, you know, I first heard of this game um, through a video that was talking about phobias. And it was talking about uh, a phobia of big things underwater. And they mentioned this game. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. And I just added it to my list from there. And then I saw that I didn't watch the video, but I saw that Markiplier played it. Um, and so it's like, oh, it's that that little creepy game. Okay. Um, and then you mentioned it that you wanted to play it for the podcast. And I was like, me too. And now we're here. Um, but what was your, like first time being exposed to this game so i heard about it from a friend uh who i asked for halloween stuff for the podcast he had already suggested iron lung before when i asked for suggestions just in general for the podcast and he had said you should play iron lung it's really short and it's really good and i was like oh okay yeah. uh and so i suggested to you and i had i'd never seen like any videos for it because i don't really watch a lot of let's plays anymore except for just like uh i watch regis kilbin play hearthstone but he doesn't even play that because i don't watch his twitch <laughs> it was the first time you ever played it like this week when the new expansion got released to be clear or i don't got announced i don't watch markiplier i just saw that he played iron lung i'm not judging you if you watch Markiplier. i don't watch markiplier <laughs> just kidding i have nothing against markiplier he seems like an all right guy yeah he seems fine um but yeah so this game is a first person game uh, it has a very interesting graphic style. It's emulating like first generation 3D graphics made by one guy. Shouts out David Zeminski. Yeah, uh, I don't know anything about him. Do you? No, he made uh, another game called Dusk, which is a boomer shooter. That's about all I know. A boomer shooter? Boomer shooter is uh, the term that people have taken up to describe stuff like uh, Doom esque. Mm, okay, like so, like old, old style school. first person shooters. Yeah, move fast. You have like infinite in- in- inventory or like whatever you get like a bunch of weapons and you kind of strafe okay cool that sounds fun um the remake of, of dust comes out soon oh he's um, remaking it so good for one well, iron lung apparently was a big success so yeah, so good for him yeah good for him and um i love this i love the era of gaming that we're in in the sense that if you are one person who has a vision and you are dedicated to making uh that vision come true you can do that, and I think Iron Lung is a really good example of that. Yeah. Can you tell me about the story of Iron Lung real quick? Yeah, it's actually for how short it is and how um, straightforward the gameplay is. Uh, there's like a surprising amount of context that they give you for the story. Would you say it's deep? I would say it's deeper than I was expecting. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here answering your question. You're making puns. Uh, I would say... I wish it was subtitled. <laughs> All right. Um, well, there might be a sequel someday if, if, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Did this game take off or not? I think it was a big success. And anyway. For being an hour-long game, um, I'll talk a little bit about it later, but um, 
a thought I had about is this game successful. So uh, the story is, uh, this is the premise that is kind of like the pitch of the game. You are put in a submarine in an ocean of blood and you have to navigate around. That's basically the crux of the game. Uh, the backdrop, the context, the flavor is uh, humanity is dead or rather the earth is not habitable. Every planet, every sun, every place of life is gone. Mm-hmm. They all just disappeared one day and nobody knows why. And like most of living creatures are just gone. And, and there's no life whatsoever. There's only moons and asteroids. They call that what? The quiet rapture. Which immediately, that's just an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just this this kind of uh, dead universe that humanity is forced to live in. And uh, in this universe, somehow there is still like a system of laws. Mm-hmm. And you play as a convict who... Uh, I'm just going to read what you have written here. You play as a convict who is tasked with exploring a blood ocean on a moon that mysteriously appeared. And the way in which you explore this literal ocean of blood is with a submarine. It's the fourth blood ocean. Yeah, that just showed up. Um, So it's just like all this, like the universe is dead. Humanity is dying. You're a prisoner. And to earn your freedom from uh, this prison sentence, you are forced into a claustrophobic environment, exploring an ocean of blood. That's just like the most <laughs> depressing uh, premise, but engaging too. Yeah, you're like, oh, what happened to everybody? Yeah. What the fuck is in this blood ocean? There's there's a, a whole context they give you, and you're just in this tiny little submarine. They even have like... You, they give like a big title screen up, th- mm-hmm. or not the title screen. They give like a big, like wall of text at the beginning describing the story, and then they're like at the beginning they're like, "Here's the controls. Press B for briefing." And I was like, "There's more." Yeah. Well, and the brief they give you is you have to uh, go to specific points on the map and take pictures using the camera on the submarine. And why do you need to use the camera? Because the submarine that you're in was not properly built for the depths that you're going to. So the viewport has to be completely sealed. So the the genius thing about this game is you are in basically a completely enclosed metal tube. That's your submarine. You can't see out of it. All you can see is the sub around you. Um, and it's like a one person sub. It's, 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 it's like Tiny. the, the it's, size of a single bathroom, you know? Yeah. Um, it's like the stall of a bathroom. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's a big stall. And it's really well accentuated with these retro graphics. Um, the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 era graphic style really does a lot to just keep things simple. And really drive home like the dinginess of this sub that you're in. It, it just feels like this shoddy piece of crap that they just threw this convict in and that's where the namesake of the game comes in because the nickname of that sub is the iron lung yeah yeah uh and that's basically the setup right yeah you got to use your camera to navigate because that's the only way that you can uh see things outside of the sub and Mm -hmm. they give you these controls that they're like use these uh 
controls like go on an X axis, go on a Y axis, uh, and you have the Z axis, I guess, kind of in the way that you turn. Not really. I guess that would be the Z axis, probably. Um, and you get a map, and they're yeah. like, hey, look at these coordinates on the map, go to these coordinates. That's the whole thing. And they do say that um, there was not enough time or resources to train you. Yeah. So the context, like you as the player, you're kind of figuring out how the sub works and controls. And uh, they build that in because as the convict, as the character in the game, you are also just thrown into this submarine. You have no idea how it works. Yeah. Um, and uh, at least for me... <laughs> Uh, I have to say, it took me an embarrassing amount of time to figure out how the controls work. Honestly, me too. Okay, good. I mean, not like an embarrassing... Like, after... Like, so, the way that the game warns you that you're in danger from the outside world, besides just having spooky noises, uh, is it'll have, like, a little radar uh, that will be on, like, your Z-axis of, like... It's basically an arrow that has, like, dots uh, north, south, east, and west that will mm -hmm. say, like, there's an obstacle in this path. So, I thought those were the things I had to go to. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, so that's just the thing I have to go to. Cool. I'm going to just, that's easy. And then I just started to go, and uh, then I hit a wall and died. And I went, <laughs> what the fuck? I was doing everything yeah, right. Yeah, and then I, I went back and I was like, okay, let me try that again. Hit a wall, died. <laughs> okay, what the fuck am I supposed to? And I got an achievement that was like, hit a wall, and I was like, Oh, okay. Achievement, scripted seat. Why am I at the back of the menu again? <laughs> I guess I gotta load a save. <laughs> so, when did you figure out that that's the walls you need to open? Uh, it took me like three or four tries. Okay. <laughs> Even though it what says... doing wrong? It says in the briefing, like, hey, we programmed in on the sub, like, a little thing that will show you where, like, you will die. Like, your obstacles will be shown at this point yeah but you don't know what that means like reading about the controls is different from having it kind of click with you mm -hmm. uh, personally i'm embarrassed to say that i read the map in reverse so the parts of the map that are the ocean uh, mm. i thought was the land masses and the parts of the map that are the land masses i thought was the ocean i didn't even i i didn't even realize that like hey, your starting area is X and Y. I was just like, I'm just going to go. And then eventually I was like, okay, I'm getting close to an obstacle. Let me look at my map real quick to figure out where I am. So the game just drops you into the controls. And honestly, like, I think with so many modern games, you're asked to do so much at once. Even like the game Control, which we just played, uh... If there's a combat scene, you got to pay attention to enemies. You got to pay attention to your health and uh, your power bar. You can do your different uh, psychic attacks. You know, there, there's a ton of stuff to do. You can switch between weapon types. Um, but in Iron Lung, you have to push one button at a time. You have to uh, adjust your ship one button at a time. Read a map to see where you are. And there's no indicators on the map for where you are. You have to, like, literally read the coordinates. Mm -hmm. um, so it is much slower paced than a lot of other modern popular games. Even a comparable uh, indie horror game, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, that game is fast paced. And you're paying attention to different stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Iron Lung's not like that. It's slow paced. It's meticulous. So, uh, and on top of that, it's built into the game that you're not supposed to get the controls right away. Uh, you have to like actually learn the controls. It doesn't tell you precisely how to do it. It is expecting you to learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, it's, it's different than what I was expecting, you know? It's not as straightforward as I think. Um, Did you play it on Switch or people, the computer? People are used to. I played it on Switch. Okay, I, bought, I played it on the computer. I think it would have been better on the computer. Really? Because in on the Switch version, it's basically first person controls. Do you have to look at like the fucking switches and be yes. like, okay, I got to do this? You now. have to hover your reticule uh. reticle over the switches, and it's it works because. It's such a confined it's environment. It's so slow, too. Yeah, so it actually like kind of works pretty well. But um, it would be better on a computer when you can just move your mouse to where you want to click. I gotta tell you, though, man, I had a mouse. I had the mouse out, like, pointing to, here's where I am on the on the map. I didn't point, like, my finger at it and go, like, duh, duh. I would, like, sure. be like, mouse up here. Every time I bring up the map, mouse goes back to the center of the screen. Really? So I would be like, okay, I want to be down here. And then I would, like undo it and like look at where my coordinates were and then go back to the map and be like mouse move back up to the center of the screen and i know why it does that because it needs to like refocus it's going to put the mouse at the center because that's where the camera is mm -hmm. just annoying yeah it's and uh this game is so concise i feel like that had to have been intentional yeah <laughs> to I, like make it that much more arduous yeah i'm sure it was not even worried about it. they were just like fuck it like yeah i don't care yeah, well, that's, uh, and, and again, that comes down to the vision of one person, so yeah. good for them. But yeah, once you kind of get a feel for the controls, the game, it's like, okay, it's pretty straightforward. You angle the sub to the angle that you want to go, and then you go. Once you learn that uh, being at 90 degrees means you are accelerating on the x-axis, and mm -hmm. being at zero degrees or 360 degrees, whatever means you are accelerating on the y-axis yeah. you just figure everything out from there you don't it has a depth meter but you're at one depth so you never go up and down it's yes. just hey you're traversing across this plane and you just have to go across this plane and that was kind of hard to wrap my head around again it says it's it, i said it's a z-axis it's not really because no. you're not you're not going up and down like in a 3D space, right? the the um, the x axis is east and west, and the y axis is north and south. Yes, but I think it's a 3D game, so you think of it as like having some sort of 3D yeah uh, space to it, but it really doesn't. Yeah, um, but it's it's like actually it, it's kind of a different control scheme. Um, I was saying because I played this with Christine, who was on our grow home episode i was saying to christine that it kind of plays like an arcade game in that regard mm. um i don't know if you've ever played i think it's called lunar lander um but there, there's kind of a subcategory of arcade games where um you have a, a weighted object that you're controlling and you press a button to uh counterbalance the weight so in lunar lander you are a uh, spaceship landing on the moon mm. and when you press the action button a uh, exhaust port blasts yeah. uh, something out so you can like catch yourself and it's it's very limited because that's how arcade games are um but it's it's a different kind of control dynamic you know it's it's about measuring where you are and where you want to be and you applying the appropriate thrusters and force and whatnot 
And the controls in Iron Lung reminded me of that, where you have to tilt yourself the direction you want to go, then accelerate, then wait for yourself to stop, then tilt yourself in the other direction. So it's it's very meticulous uh, in a way that is reminiscent of arcade gaming. And I wasn't expecting that. Um, it all, it, and that added to a lot of the tension, frankly, the the slow pace of the controls. Yeah. I didn't think this game was very tension-filled because I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm broken when it comes to video game horror because I just was like, okay, nothing's happening. And I... And I, I felt bad because I didn't I wasn't scared when I was like on the controls because I was like I don't think anything's gonna happen sure and nothing does I I would uh, I was on the controls and like nothing happens when you're on the controls so that was where I was like uh, but the camera is the, the creepiest part because you don't know what's gonna be on that camera when you take the photo. Right. Um, so whenever I would take a photo, I'd be like, is this going to be the jump scare? Is this going to be the jump scare? Right. Is this going to be the jump scare? Um, and even, uh, you're taking different photos and it's just like of like weird shit. It's not a good camera. You're not getting like full HD. It's like the shittiest. It's in black and white. (laughs) It's like getting all this noise. It's like a Game Boy camera. Yeah. It looks like the Game Boy camera. And this camera is like really bad and like having to navigate the world with this camera did provide a lot of attention attention mm-hmm. the parts that were like really creepy were like uh when it would be like oh something bumped the sub yeah right and you have to like i would i i watched markiplier play it and he was it's very clear that like markiplier is a performer at the end of the day he's yeah. very good at like building up tension for the audience sure. and he's like oh there's a spooky thing i gotta go take a photo of it mm-hmm. right i was not like that i was like okay like let it, you know i'll just I'll just go back when I feel like I need to go back uh, and take a photo, like usually to be like, okay, like, uh, let me reorient myself. But you don't even really need to reorient yourself. Uh, And there's, there are secrets that you can find, like outside of the ship that aren't marked on the map. Hmm. Um, But uh, really the only part that I was really like, oh, like I'm glad I took a photo was the part where the monster is chasing you. Oh, yeah. Um, So... You take, like, photos, and, like, it's mostly just, like, weird shit out there. You'll be like, this looks like tubes. Yeah. This looks like... The cool stuff is, like, implying what maybe stuff is. Being, like... What the life in the yeah. ocean is. Or not life, because there's, yeah. like... Why does that look like windows? Why does that mm-hmm. look like, like, a skull? Yeah. You know, why, you know... And, uh, you know, you go through certain parts, and you'll be like, that looks like a... Like, man-made. Like, why yeah. Why does that look man-made? Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a ton of theories of out there of, like, what's in the blood ocean and what, like, happened to the people during the Quiet Rapture and, like, whether those two are connected to people, like, get, like, teleported to these blood oceans and mm-hmm. now that's what they're, like, filled with is, like, people's, like, bodies or, like, civilizations themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what happened? Like, people think, like, the monster is, like, an eldritch being or something like that whatever i just think it's fish i i Um, think it's creepier if it's just a fish yeah but it's creepy that it's one of the only things that's alive still yeah which doesn't make any sense you're like what how well it's i mean it's it like you said it it builds tension well Um, yeah like the sound design in this game is really good where Mm -hmm. you're cruising through this blood ocean and you'll hear like 
whale-esque moans. You'll hear like the sounds change. You yeah. hear the the blood water um, just like rushing around you. Every time you rotate your sub, actually, you hear like, you know, like. Yeah, there will um, be like pipes bursting yeah. at random points. They're all scripted. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Exactly. I was going to bring up that same point. All the scares in the game basically are scripted, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't, it feels manageable. It feels like something. And it feels unique player. to your experience, even though yeah. it's not. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Um, And like, there's a part where like the fish starts chasing you. And for me, I was like, that was, uh, I was like, I wasn't like freaked out as much. I was like, okay, let me turn around and get away from it. And then I was like, why is it still following me? Why is it still... Because the bl- the light starts to blink behind you. Mm-hmm. Like, and normally when the light blinks behind you, you're like... Or blinks next to you, you just move yourself a little bit. And then, oh, I got out of, like, the way of the obstacle. Mm-hmm. And this, like, I was turning a bunch and it just, like, wouldn't stop beyond me. And it was just like... Beep, 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 beep. And I was like, what is happening? So then I turn around and I'm like, all right, let me take a fucking photo of this thing. <laughs> and then it was a big fish eye. And I was like, ah! Yeah, that... And then otherwise I was like, okay, no, nothing. Even the final jump scare did not get me. And we can get to that really? at the end. Well, I think definitely the highlight of the game and the entire, um, like, the unique scare in the game. Like, the genesis of the game is the moment you're talking about right now. The, the eyeball moment. Well, I think the highlight of the game is the moment that you're talking about, the moment where you see that eyeball. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it wasn't that the thing was chasing me. It was that um, I would. It, it's in this... I was trying to navigate my sub through this little crevice. And on the map, it was like one of the smallest little um, openings uh, in landmass in the game. And I'm trying to point my sub through it. And I see that I have... I'm like perfectly angled to go through it. And I push forward, and there's something, my, my radar is beeping, that something's in the way. So I try to go forward, but my thing is beeping. So I go up, and then uh, it's beeping in the other direction. So I'm like, okay, I, I actually ended up dying uh, just running into this thing. Um, and then when I respond, I go again, and I'm like looking, I'm moving up and down this crevice to try and find where is the opening. Like, according to the map... There's an opening here. So in that moment, I'm moving up and down this crevice that's supposed to be open. The map shows that it's open, mm-hmm. um, but I can't get through it. It's just constant beeping. So uh, then, like, it hits me like, okay, well, let me turn my sub and take a picture because I was like you. I wasn't taking a ton of pictures like all the time. I, I wasn't um, just anytime there was a. a, a disturbance i took a photo i only took photos at the designated points on the map um but this time it's like well i need to see what's going on so i turn this up and i take a picture and then you wait for it to load and it's just a big fucking eye and it's it's sent chills down my spine it was so fucking scary (laughs) you've talked to me before about here you're like hey kind of like some stuff in water freaks me out yeah definitely the ocean is kind of scary to me um so Playing this game, I was a little on edge. Like, this, if there was ever a game that was catered to uh, some of my specific fears, it would be this game. Yeah. You're underwater in a confined environment, navigating around, and you can't see what is making noise, what is bumping your sub. Um, and then this moment in particular with the eyeball, 
was fucking freaky because the thing looks so huge. Mm-hmm. So you just picture this like huge whale sized fish or something just outside of your sub well, staring you right at you. It is because you know, right? Obviously, you you just see its eyeball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uh, what the other thing that was scary about it was there's something scary about seeing a picture of something like Mm -hmm. getting half the story getting a a section of the story you know it's it's like the same fear when you're just browsing the internet internet and you see like a photo of that looks interesting and you read it and it's like this is the last photo of someone before they died or whatever uh like there's just something creepy about a still image of something threatening yeah so i i figured it was uh that was really cool and, like, I, I figured, oh, shit, like, I gotta watch out for this big monster. But, at the same time, I was like, I haven't had to worry about my O2. There's an O2 gauge, there's a depth gauge. Yeah. I've never had to worry about my O2. I've never really worried about, like, my health. There's no health bar. So, I was like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be, like, threatened by. Sure. Unfortunately, I'm the kind of guy who really, really only likes survival horror. Because, oftentimes, I'll feel like... In something like a game, like Slender, where this thing that insta-kills you if it grabs you. I'm like, I don't care. Because I know what the threat is. Yeah. I, I know what the fail state is. Obviously, like, when it grabs me, it's gonna, like, do a spooky, like, animation. But, like, so? Like, I think Five Nights at Freddy's is an extremely effective horror game. Like, that game freaks me the fuck out. I don't want to sure. play that because it's... You are... You're, you clenched the entire time because you're like, I don't want the jump scare to happen. You're worried about a bunch of cameras. You're worried about a bunch of doors. Mm-hmm. You're worried about, like, a bunch... You're juggling a dozen plates in yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. And, like, in this, you're not really juggling any plates. It's just, hey, I gotta navigate here. And I think maybe if they had more plates to juggle, like, if there was an oxygen gauge or, like, a depth gauge or whatever, I would have been like, okay, like, that's a bit more tension-filled. It, w- it was mostly nothing. So, to me, I was like, damn. I wanted to be more scared than I was. But I think the camera is the best part. Yeah, the camera is the freakiest element. Yeah. Um, and I agree with you. It, this game, like we said, it's on rails, basically. Yeah. Um, the the gameplay is navigating this map. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's angling your sub. The horror is scripted. It's, it's all just, like, points that are supposed to happen. And you don't know what's going to happen next. And that's cool. Mm-hmm, yeah. And and that was, like, my favorite parts of being, like, when does the jump scare happen? Because I know there's probably going to be a jump scare. What is it going to be? I want to know what it is. And I'll tell you, Ryan. Can we get to the ending? Cause yeah. I literally said, I was like, I, you... So the whole game, you're going to like these 10 points of interest. You can go to them in any order you want. <laughs> you can choose to go to whichever ones you want. Yeah. They're really, uh, they're kind of interesting because, uh, again, they inform the story a little bit more and you can have different theories and stuff about them. Uh, there's a fun one where it's just like an anomaly that just like wibbles, wa- wibble wobbles your, your sub around. Remember yeah. that one that's just like making noise and you're like twitching a bunch uh yeah and i was like that was fucking cool that that was i was like what is happening yeah. i just get the picture well not to tangent too much but um just to say real quick like that was also in a very confined area mm-hmm. so like navigating that area with myself was really stressful because i didn't want to crash and whatever the uh the thing is 
that are that, or things out there because you don't even know if there's more than one. Right, could just be one. Could be many. Uh, I don't know what's scary. Yeah, <laughs> they like something hits you or you teleport. Yeah, I don't know. You'll just you you it'll like you'll feel a bump on mm-hmm. the sub, and then you'll be on another. Your X and Y coordinates will have changed. And they happen, there's a, a couple places on the map where there are little crevices that you have to go through. And they're annoying. You're like, mm-hmm. I need to navigate here. And it's kind of a bitch. And yeah. you're like, fuck. <laughs> and then you have to go, and like, every time I was like, I have to fucking go out of this thing. And I'm, I'm nervous about that because I don't want to go through it again. Yeah. And both times that you have to go through these, you get knocked out of them, like, right away and teleported to another part of the map. And you're like, what the fuck was that? But also, like. That's kind of nice. Yeah. I it was very merciful of the the design yeah. to just brilliant. You only have to go in, you don't have to navigate reverse yeah. out. Um and it it was great too cuz it adds to the mystery. Yeah. It adds to the tension cuz you're like what just hit me? I don't know what the yeah, fuck was that. I assumed it was like a big fish or something. Yeah. yeah. But uh but the final jump scare. You're going to all 10 places. As soon as you navigate to the part the game like says like it'll Lock in the coordinates once you're like a couple meters or feet or whatever off from a you, you object can be and you take two or three yeah. close. You don't have to be right on it. Yeah. yeah. So as soon as you punch in those coordinates and you turn around to look at the cam, uh, look through the camera, mm-hmm. giant fish comes out, yeah. <laughs> eats you. Title screen, iron lung. Yeah. I was like, great, because uh, as I'm playing the game, I'm like, I like, I think I said at that moment, I'm like. If the fish does not come out of the back of this sub or out of the front of this sub and kill me, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> and I said that and it and I turned around and then it happened. I was like, it's a good, good moment. It's good game. Good game. Yeah. No, well, what I love about that too is before that moment, there's the bit with the fire mm-hmm. uh, where your sub catches on fire. So you have to get the fire extinguisher and put it out. With that, I was just playing the game. And you don't hear the fire, yeah. which is the best part. If you're wearing headphones, you can probably hear it because you'll just hear some like weird noises. But for me, I was like, okay, just playing. Did it get like brighter in here for some <laughs> reason? Like, I, I don't know what's happening. And then I turn around, oh, there's a fire. What yeah. the fuck? I'm like, you go, oh, oh, fuck. okay, what am I supposed to do with it? And I would like walk up to it and my guy would be like, ooh. And, like, that actually freaked me out more because I was like, my guy makes noise! <laughs> what? Well, it's, and it's like, you don't have a health meter. No. It's like, oh, can I die? I hope I can't die. I don't want to die. So he's just being like, ooh. Yeah. And I'm like, this noise is making me uncomfortable. And then I'm like, oh, there's a fire extinguisher. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. No, that was... Good uh, moment. That was a good moment. And it sets up that final moment better, too, because it sets up that things can go wrong within the submarine, right? Mm-hmm. So when you get to that final moment before the jump scare, uh, blood is leaking yes. into the sub. So the sub is filling up with blood, and you're just trying to get to that uh, final picture. Because uh, it's impl- you know told that you're going to get your freedom if you get all ten. Right, and you're like, I'm right there. And the sub is filling up with blood, but I know I can make it out because I conquered the fire. So I just got to turn around and walk to the photo. But then, yeah, like you said, the jump scare happens, and it's... Uh, so it, it gives you a, that little twinge of hope and then takes it away. So and that's that's Iron One. Uh, they're they're. Go ahead. Did you jump at the jumps? Did you like flinch at all? No, because I was already like talking to myself. I was like, if this <laughs> fucking thing doesn't have, oh, brilliant! I'm good. Christine and I were playing this together, and um, 
she was like, uh, she was navigating this part actually. <laughs> you were like, I don't want to. I'm not even touching this. We were just switching okay. off, uh, and uh, you know, it, she was like better at the game than me. So she was like, I can <laughs> get this. So. I know, right? She was like, I can get this. I can get this, and I was like, okay. Um, and so she's getting it, and it's like, uh, and we're like, ah, uh, and uh, she's like, it's filling up the blood. And I'm like, I, I think that's scripted, because if it covers the controls, you can't beat the game, so yeah. they wouldn't just fill it up with blood. She's like, you're right, you're right. Um, <laughs> and she's like, oh my god, I think I got it, I think I got it. And so she turns out, she's like, okay, picture. And she walks, and then the fish explodes, and uh, we both go, Wah! So we, we both, like, audibly <laughs> reacted when the, the fish killed that's us. That's adorable. It was fun. And I will say, too, um, uh, the eyeball part, when we got that... We both audibly reacted to, but it wasn't like a jump scare. It was just like a, uh, like, you know, it was, it was chilling. That was the part that I think is probably the best moment. Yeah. That's the, I would say like, probably if anyone's going to remember this game for anything, they're going to remember it for that. And I really liked my interaction with it because I was like legitimately like, I need to escape. Like Mm -hmm. what, why is, why am I not escaping from this? I was Mm -hmm. like, all right. Like I wasn't freaked out at that moment. I was like. Let me just fucking see what's behind me. Point at a rack. <laughs> All right, take the photo. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> and, well, I love that it makes you wait, too. Like, you take mm-hmm. the photo and you have to wait, like, a solid two seconds before it develops. Yeah. Uh, so, you mentioned that there were, like, secrets. Did you encounter any secrets? I didn't fucking get any of the secrets because no. I was like, I me did neither. not enjoy the controls of this game. So, I was like, I got to get in and got to get out. I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy the controls, but they were certainly um, intentionally very clunky, which is not like exactly fun to play. It's weird because I like games like... Uh, I loved Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. That game, a lot of people are like, the controls in this game are fucking garbage. They're like the worst controls of any game. And I'm like, really? I thought they were intuitive and pretty great. And I liked just... Hey, you gotta hold L2 and R2, both the triggers, to get Norman Reedus to traverse these hills. Mm-hmm. I was like, I felt like I was walking. I was like, I felt I felt like I actually had to put like effort into how I would control Norman Reedus. And sure. like in this, I was like, uh, I just wanna have a map. You don't feel like you had to put effort in the same No, way? no. I felt like I had to put more effort into this. Mm. I felt like uh, I need... I, I was like, I need a waypoint. Please, for the love of God. Well, that's what makes it... T- half the game is staring at the fucking map and figuring yeah. out where you are. Which, again, as I t- thought about it more, I was like, I think I appreciate that because he made me do something that I don't do a lot in games. Mm. A lot of games, they put a waypoint on there as a quality of life thing and an accessibility thing. Yeah, sure. And... Uh, he was like, nah, it's just, it's immersive to have to do that. It's stressful. Yeah. That's my point of making this the way that it is. So enjoy. And Absolutely. I was like, okay, it worked. And and it was mercifully short. Like, it, yeah. it was this, if this was a 10 hour game, absolutely fucking not. No, absolutely fucking not. But I don't, like, I don't want to play, uh, like, this type of control with this game again but if he was like i'm making like another game in this universe i'd be like interesting yeah. i'm listening because yeah. those secrets i did watch transition time <laughs> markiplier watched the the or play the game and he has one where he uh just like played through the game 
naturally. And then he was like, I really liked this game. Uh, they put out an update for the game that had a bunch of lore. They put in the game like a computer and mm-hmm. you can type some stuff into the computer. And it was like, I want to explore this computer. And hopefully if uh, that's fun to watch and fun for me, then you're watching this video right now. And that means that we made a good video. <laughs> so uh, enjoy. Uh, and you can go on the computer. You can look at like the background of like the politics of like the oh. the the uh, uh, the world. You can look at like you could type in like the first thing he was doing was like what I was doing on the computer, which was like help, uh, please do something. That's exactly what whatever, I did. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And like it doesn't do anything. But mm-hmm. then he just goes like blood oceans, and it was like. It's an encyclopedia, and oh, he's, wow. he starts to, like, read more about, like, the blood oceans. Then he's, like, fourth blood moon, and then, like, he gets more. And then he's, like, they're, like, uh, describing, like, uh, UIC time is, like, the time that blah, 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 blah. And he's, like, what's UIC? And they're, <laughs> like, this is the government that, like, was of Earth naturally. And then he's, like, they're uh, not affiliated with Mars. And then he's, like, what about Mars? And then he, like, types in more... And there's a ton of lore. So, like, each little tidbit you learn gives you a little seed that you can mm-hmm. go off of to get more to, if you, uh, lore. If you ever played, um, uh, I, what was it? Her Story? No, I never Which played Which I think I want to put on the podcast eventually. Uh, it's very similar to that. Where okay. You, where the, it's, in Her Story, you have a bunch of camera footage. They give you, like, six footage at the beginning, and they say they've all been dictated. Mm-hmm. Uh, to find them, you have to find uh, words that are that people that this interviewer interviewee said. Uh, so you know somebody will say like sister, and you'll be like, okay, let me type in sister into the query, and then it'll be like, oh, okay, another clip came up, hmm, okay. um, and like that's what it is for this, where you'll be like, blood ocean, okay, I found a little tidbit in here. What Mars? What what's next? Earth. Uh, what is the quiet rapture and that that was really cool hmm, okay. there's also the um this was put in at when the game launched which was the the piece of paper from the guy who had never uh, or that you this was put in at the launch where you get the piece of paper of the guy who was previously in the sub yeah that uh was it's just a great little like thematic tidbit yeah uh, if you if you just want to get a, a sense for it Look up, Markiplier loved this game so much he's doing a movie. Yeah. It was announced literally this week, and if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we did not plan this, because <laughs> we announced that Iron Lung is the last, is next game from, well, he didn't announce it this week. He announced nope. it a while ago. The trailer finally The trailer out. debuted this week. The trailer yeah. debuted this week. And, um, and the trailer is, Markiplier's, he directed it, he's writing it, or he wrote it, and he's starring in it, and uh, it's... The uh, piece of paper that you find on the ground, he did that as a monologue, mm-hmm. and then him coming out of a blood ocean as the um, as the trailer. It's it's very effective as to what the world is or could be. Yeah, I mean, just the concept of a blood ocean is just very like original. Like I I, yeah. I don't know a lot of media or mediums that have done that before, and like that monologue is very like fuck you like uh i think in that he says like they uh they will have their execution i will get my freedom of like a guy in this submarine who's just like 
the world is dead. Everything is gone. Mm -hmm. Like there, I'm a convict. Like to think that this world has maybe like 200 people in it left. Sure. Less than a thousand people. And they still have people that they're making convicts. Yeah. They're punishing. They're punishing. And it's like, what, like he, the monologue is just like, if I fucking die here, like, fine, at least I did it my way. Yeah. And it's fucking, it's a good, well-written monologue. Well, it's, it's, it it is really well-written. Like, it's, it's, I don't know where this guy pulled this from, if he's a game designer, like, it's very, it's such a strong voice. Other than, other than just Dusk and 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 uh, Ironbong, so. Uh, Yeah, so I don't mean to say, like, who's, who's this game designer can (laughs) write or whatever his name is. No, um, no, it's really well-written. Um, and it's it's so like it's like triumphant in a way where the whoever wrote it the previous convict that was in the same situation that you're in um, they're saying like not only is everything hopeless the fact that I'm here is actually better for me because I will finally get freedom like it's 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 almost like a like you said it's a fuck you but it's really like a I don't know. There's there's, there's just... a quiet like, uh, quiet. What's the word? Um, like protest or like yeah, uh, yeah. It's a protest in a way. Yeah, like a a quiet Trump triumphant like, uh, shouting of this at the sky of like you know what if I'm going down, I'm going down on my own terms. Yeah, and I, I think it just paints a rich picture too of just someone alone in this submarine. At the bottom of a fucking blood ocean, just just writing this, just like here I am, I'm dead, whatever. Yeah, like, and you can actually cares? one of the secrets that they put in the game was you can f- I, I, is you can find uh, like just another submarine, mm-hmm. and you can type it in, and uh, you could type in the name of the submarine in the computer, and the guy says like, "Oh, thank God, if you're reading this, that means they didn't delete this." Oh wow! I'm just telling you. If you are in uh, this submarine, that's the Iron Lung, you're fucked. You're dead. <laughs> wow. you're, you're a piece of shit, and they put you in here to die. Yeah. So, uh, the submarine that you just looked up, this number, that's the one that they put, send for, like, actual, like, missions. They expect those to come back. You, you're not coming back. Oh, my so, God. So, have fun. Uh, bye. Like, and I'm like, was that written by the dude who wrote the, the piece of paper? Well, yeah, that, that is kind of a question. How could someone write a piece of paper in the iron lung and then die in it? And nobody notice? Well, I mean, unless they, like, said, oh, where's the iron lung? Oh, there it is. They're not responding. Let's fish it out. They fish it out. Oh, there's a dead body. Just get the dead body Why out. Would they the leave the conference. piece of paper there, though? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. it's just, like, on the ground. But again... You can have a, a lot of really cool theories. Yeah. It's going to spawn a lot of theories. It can so. even just be as simple as, like, they just didn't see it. It's kind of on the ground. It's kind of hidden, I guess. Why would they it's think... It's big, to... bright yellow. Yeah. And the rest uh, of this is, like, dark orange. Maybe they literally didn't even care. I don't know. I mean, there's a thousand people left. They're probably like, this guy wants this fucking monologue. I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, that's, that's what's... I think why this game has a lot of theories and lore is because they paint it with such context that they don't need to. Like, I, it's almost like the person who made this game just thought the concept of a blood ocean was cool 
And uh, after the fact, they said, what can I write that kind of makes a yeah. blood ocean more believable? Um, and it, it works. It works well. Uh, I wanted to ask, since we're on that topic, why do you think Markiplier did a movie of this as opposed to everything else? Um, I think because... Because he's, I mean, he is arguably the most popular Let's Player, probably. Probably. I mean, PewDiePie is pretty popular. Jacksepticeye is pretty popular. Um, I don't know if Mr. Beast plays games, but, you know, like... But I would argue that Markiplier is, like, in the zeitgeist more. Yeah. Markiplier and Jacksepticeye. I would agree. I think when people think of a Let's Player, they think of Markiplier. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think as far as, like, why he would want to do a movie of this, um, I, I think the concept is very engaging for how simple it is. I think this game is... It's just kind of thought-provoking. Um, the fact that you're in such a miserable situation... And you can still have kind of a a genuine moment, like a scary moment. Um, it's just engaging. And not only is it memorable in that way, in a way where it's like, everything's hopeless, but whoa, holy shit, I'm scared. Like, being scared in the middle of being hopeless is, is interesting. But it's also a really cool world for whatever reason. Yeah. You're like, wow, and, okay, there's a lot of lore here. Yeah, and then on, t- on top of... That moment, it's it's like, uh, where is where? How did we get here? Where could this go? You know, like I, I don't know. I, I, an, uh, I mean, he even brings up Markiplier brought it up in the video. He's like, here's this SCP, mm-hmm. and there's an SP SCP of a blood ocean, and he's like, mm-hmm. he, even in the video, he's like, I'm not saying these are connected because I literally don't know. I don't even know if it's inspired by that. Like, and he's like, he's like trying to be like, guys, don't say I said this because I know people are going to make videos of like, Markiplier said. Right, right. Uh, He's like, I legit don't know. I've just, I looked this up because I really like this game and I read this SCP and I thought it was cool. So if you think this is cool too, maybe enjoy this story that somebody else wrote about this SCP. And it feels very SCP. Sure. I think leaving people with more questions than answers is always going to uh, beget, like, interest, you know? And this game is so straightforward that all you have is questions. You don't really get any answers, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know why that lends itself to a movie. Do you Other... think we'll get a crossover with the hit game, Control? I think, I think uh, Jesse Faden's going to... Find a portal that leads to a one blood of those, ocean. One of those doors in the Ocean View hotel leads to blood ocean world. <laughs> she opens the door and just a ton of blood comes spilling in. That would be in. creepy as fuck. That would be creepy. That's why The Shining did it. Um, you know you know what I think is good about this game too is the aesthetic. Like it's just like it's so metal. It looks simple. But like the concept of just metal and blood. Mm-hmm. That's just like a good visual. Yeah. You know, like, blood is so symbolic. It means so many different things. I mean, hell, the the Iron Lung trailer, it's Markiplier just standing up out of a pool of blood. And that just is visually engaging on its own. Mm-hmm. And then you throw, like, metal into the mix, like a submarine. It, it just kind of makes for thought-provocation. Provo- it's a provocative visual. It sounds like you want to play Doom. Uh, you know what? I do. <laughs> Doom looks cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I 
I just wanted to ask also, uh, did you, uh, I probably know the answer to this. Did you watch the video of like how this game probably got made? No, I did not. Because uh, if anybody doesn't know, there's a video online uh, that's called, uh, I had it up here. I hacked Iron Lung to reveal everything the game doesn't show you. <laughs> which is a guy who made makes Unity games. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry. Uh, he hacked into Iron Lung and he was like, I want to show you like what's on the side of the submarine. And, like, try to figure out how you're navigating this world. Hmm. It's like, is it a 3D world? Is it just pictures, like, randomly generated pictures that you get? Is it, like, you know, pictures that once you get to them, like, it'll just say, yep, you got to this object, so let me show this image. Hmm. Right? Or this coordinate, so let's show this image. Uh, and uh, he shows, like, hey, the, uh, the like, outside of the sub, there's nothing. It's like, nothing outside of the sub. But he was, like, trying to figure out, I need to see how you're navigating. And then he hacked the game a bit more, did some more stuff in the code, and then figured out, oh, there's a map way over here on the right-hand side. That's weird. And he went to the map, and it's literally the map from the game. Hmm. So the uh, game works that it's just, like, a camera um, that, like, uh, that you are literally working. Like, the camera is, is then taking photos in this space that he rendered. It's a real, like, 3D space. Oh, wow. So that's, like, when you're taking photos, you're actually, like, you're you're telling the, like, the engine, I am at this space. Take a photo at this space. Wow. Which is really cool. That is really, that, that's more than I was expecting. Yeah. So wow. that was really neat. Uh, and I was like, oh, wow. I, like, I respect that, like, way more. Like, just figuring out how the fuck they did that. And also, like, the fish is just like some, it's just a JPEG. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a, a JPEG that they like stretched a bunch. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they made like, it will move at you. And actually he was like, if you look at the corners of the screen, you can actually see that it's still moving. Like as you know, he's like, I don't know if it'll show up on this video, but like it's still moving uh as you like are dying oh wow <laughs> so like he made it like the the screen invisible too <laughs> and then you could still see like he would like use no clip to fly out of it and you could see like the face flying out <laughs> it's just like forever going yes. past the final cut it's scene. hilarious that's funny yeah i mean honestly though like if i'm programming a game i'm not gonna it goes through i'm not gonna make it stop because the game i mean yeah did. i mean yeah. that's the that's game that's game making, you know, you're going to do anything to get the effectiveness right. across and it's effective. It's so. very effective. Did you find anything else about like the secrets? Like, is there more stuff to take photographs of? Uh, yeah. There's like that, the, there's the first sub and there's oh, like sure. the, um, or maybe not the first sub, just like the a other. Sub. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, there's just like random bullshit. Like you'll see, like when you go through like one of those crevices, you'll be like, Oh, these these look man made and, and stuff like hmm. you know there that whole world is rendered so there are like little little bits and bits and pieces that like more flesh out the world of like what is this what is that you know sure. blah 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 but um, yeah I would uh, I would recommend going and watching that video of the guy like busting the game open if I, you I definitely want to know more about this game now it's it's yeah I don't know why but it's just because it leaves you with so many questions it's just like what is this about I have to know more about where this is and what I don't know about more blood oceans until then I think Markiplier is going to teach us more well I think the guy who made the game is is producing it so yeah I, I cool. can't see Markiplier just like buying the film rights and be no. do my own thing I, I think 
I think it's probably going to be mostly a one-man show, though, because I think it's him and one other person who's starring in it. Yeah, well, I, again, maybe that's why he wanted to do it, because the game is so straightforward. It could be very much a solo piece. Yeah. But how do you do a, a movie on that? Like a short, maybe, but a, like we'll an see. hour and a half to two-hour movie? I, don't I know. mean, I'll, I'll be there. My butt is in the seat, because I was like, you know what? I think Markiplier did a good job of, of hyping the thing up. I played the game and I was like, pretty good. It's interesting because it's it's like Markiplier just liked the game and that's why he wanted to make the movie. Yeah, like, he was like, I want to, he, even in the lore video, he was like, I'll see you in the next video. Uh, go out and play this game because I really liked it and I want to play more stuff in this world. So you very clearly are like, Aw, like he, he he really likes it. Yeah, that's really cute. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I find that endearing. Yeah, well, he's not just like, he's not lying. He actually yeah. likes the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's authenticity is always good. It's yeah. always appreciated. Um, you know, I, uh, you remember in Batman Arkham Asylum? With Killer Croc? Yeah, with Killer. No. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. There was an Easter egg in. Batman Arkham Asylum that people didn't find until like three years after the yeah. game came out. And it was like... Um, it was the plans for um, Arkham City. Exactly. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, people found that Easter egg because they were just blowing up random walls in the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, like Iron Lung feels like one of those games where you could just go to some random point on the map and if you take a picture in the right way, you'll get some new thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I I, am kind of uh, secretly hoping that there's more Easter eggs that you know, are planted or more, like, pictures you can take of random shit. He updated the game with the, with the computer, so maybe um, David will update uh, the game with... With uh, with more Easter eggs once the movie comes out. Maybe. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Or maybe make a sequel. I don't need a sequel. I think it's cool that this is just like a singular thing. I, I, I wouldn't be upset if this existed in some space. Personally. Uh, would you recommend this game? And if so, who would you recommend it to? And if not, why wouldn't you recommend it? Uh, I'd recommend it. Because um, I think most people are going to be scared of it. I would, mm -hmm. I'm a big fucking dumb idiot guy who's just like... I want my video games to play well and my horde to be survival and I don't want anything else unless it is amnesia. That is how you talk. Yes. Uh, so, uh, I think uh, the atmosphere is good and the uh, the the ideas in it are really cool. The story is interesting. Uh, and it's an hour, maybe an hour and a half long. It's a nice little game to play with somebody or just play on your own with headphones and be like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. You so. know, I, I, uh, this game is like a party trick. Like mm -hmm. if, if you want to just entertain your friends for an hour and they've never heard of this game, pull it out and play it, you know, yeah. or load it up and play it. I should and it's say. like five bucks. It's yeah. like, it's not very expensive. It, at all. This will, this is a hangout worthy game because people will be like oh how do you how do you get, navigate this oh i don't know what to oh okay let yeah. me do this especially oh. if, if no one knows what to expect mm -hmm. uh that eyeball moment everyone will go ah so and then the very end jump scare people will jump even more yeah this is a good sleepover game if every anyone's out out there is having sleepovers 
pull it out with some pizza, guys. <laughs> well, Halloween is next week, so I mean, maybe I'll have a spooky time this playing week. this with the, uh, somebody. Play this game on a projector on your driveway while little kids are trick-or-treating up to your house. <laughs> or just play the Markiplier video. They've probably already seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. It's Hello, basically. everybody. My name is Markiplier, and this is my spooky house. Now that's scary. Yeah. I think that's it. I think that's a podcast that we created just yeah, now. Yeah, that's another Halloween one. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see y'all next year uh, with another spooky game, hopefully. Uh, I, I guess, and too, we'll, uh, you're getting the special treat that we already announced last time, where you're getting two episodes in a couple weeks, because you're getting the control episode after the fucking, uh, this episode goes up. So it's not going up <laughs> Halloween week uh but it's it's not going up when alan wake comes out but it's going out in november so yep. enjoy enjoy the control episode as a special treat and uh that's it uh uh thanks for listening to the show this month uh ryan where they can they find you on the internet you can find me at my youtube channel nice pants n-i-c-e-p-a-n-t-s nice pants uh and you can find me at the uh, at twitter dot com slash ironheart one one eight three or at our heart one eight three i don't fucking know at this point <laughs> uh the my tumblr is ironheart one one eight three dot tumblr dot com uh and then if you'd like to email us email us you can reach us at infinite pixels podcast at gmail dot com uh and you can follow us on twitter at podcast underscore pixels uh and ryan uh did some videos uh, and we're putting those up on our new Instagram and TikTok and Blue Sky, which I think are all um, podcasts under Square Pixels as well. So go ahead and enjoy those. Uh, until then, have a nice week, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>